Hello and welcome Flourishes to another episode of Flourish the Podcast. I'm your host Seisha and today we're diving into a topic that's relevant to all of us. So thriving gracefully, mastering emotions with logic. Okay, so emotions play a significant role in our lives, we can agree. It shapes experiences and our interactions, but sometimes they can take control. And this leads us to impulsive actions and clouded judgment. So this episode, we'll learn practical ways to harness the power of logic, to navigate our emotions and cultivate the sense of inner balance. All right, so let's get stuck straight into it. So as usual, I have broken it up into some segments for you. So the first segment is actually understanding emotions. So we're going to dive into the different types of emotions and emphasize how emotions are a natural part of the human life force. Um, Segment number two, we're going to go ahead and have a look at harnessing the power of logic. Okay, Um, segment number three, I'm going to dive straight into strategies for mastering emotions with logic. And then we'll talk about some ways that we can actually do this as well. So practical things that we can do in order to improve the way we navigate our emotions based on logic and reasoning. Okay, so let's talk about emotions as a whole, right? Um, emotions, they're, they're complex. It's a complex state of mind and body. And it actually arises in response to various stimuli. They shape perceptions, they influence our thoughts, they drive our actions. So from obviously from joy to that elevation of joy to the turmoil of anger, emotions encompass a wide range of experiences. So they are all important in their own way. Now, by all means, this podcast, this episode is not about hiding your emotions and belittling your emotions and how you feel. It's about navigating where those emotions should be based upon reasoning and logic. Okay, so all those emotions can sometimes feel overwhelming. It's crucial to remember that they are a fundamental aspect of a human being. Okay, they, they serve us signals, they, they guide us towards what matters to us and helps, it helps us make sense of the world around us. Now let's talk about emotional awareness. To, to kind of master our emotions with logic, it's essential to develop emotional awareness. So what this means is being turned in to our emotions and understanding our triggers. Now, I don't throw that word around lightly because I think the word trigger has become a general term, which I'm a big advocate towards uh, a healthy mental 
mental state. So if you know that you are being triggered by something, then obviously there's something within you that you need to discover in your own. So that's a completely different topic. But understanding those triggers and recognizing how it's actually influencing you and your emotions at that present moment. For example, if somebody is doing something that you really do not appreciate and do not like, and you realize that you don't appreciate or you don't like it based on how you are actually feeling in the moment and those triggers within yourself, then that's actually not external to you, it's internal. What I think people also don't understand is the power of your emotions is very, very strong. And we will try to find every logical explanation to how we're actually feeling. Our mind, our brain is very, very good at it. If you were to say, I'm feeling this way, you'll be able to blurt out all the reasonings and logic as to why you're feeling a certain way. And it could go from the all the way back till two weeks ago, right? But that has no relevance to what you're actually experiencing right now. So another thing to keep in mind if you're talking about emotional awareness is that you can't be like, I'm angry, I'm just angry and that's how I feel and I'm emotionally aware that I am angry. It's like, no, take a step back understand, okay, why am I angry? What is it about that thing that is making me angry? Is it reasonable that I am feeling this way at all? And I'm not saying disregard these feelings, but I'm talking about externalizing these feelings. Do I need to react in that way? So being fully aware of where that emotion is coming from and tapping into your inner self. And I'm not talking about a fake inner self. I'm talking about you sit there, you sit there on your own, you think about it, you take time to understand yourself in these emotions and in these areas. Okay, let's dive into segment number two. Harnessing the power of logic. Now, negative thoughts often fuel intense emotions. So it makes it difficult to think logically in the first place. Now, I want to talk about a a technique. It's called cognitive restructuring. So it's a technique that helps us challenge and reframe these negative thought patterns. So let me, let me guide you through how to, how to do this. The first step is to identify negative thoughts when they do arise. So ask yourself, okay, what am I thinking right now? And is there evidence to support this thought? Is there, is there facts? Can I see it in front of me? Okay, next thing I want you to do is search for the alternative perspective. So Act as your own devil's advocate. Talk to yourself as though you would talk to a friend, right? Then finally, reframe that negative thought by replacing it with a more rational and balanced one. Now, remember, our thoughts have a powerful impact on our emotions. So by consciously challenging negative thoughts, we can remain and regain control. And bring logic to the forefront. 
Now, I want to give you a specific example of this. Now, I I absolutely used to used to do this. Now, um, just say your boyfriend isn't picking up the phone. Okay, he hasn't picked up the phone for a couple of hours. You don't really know what he's doing, where he's at, what's going on. Now, you could make up every scenario in your mind. And I guarantee you, you probably will or you already have. And your subconscious mind has just given it to you. Oh my God, he's he's over there doing that thing with that person I, I don't like. Or he's here, he's there, he's there, he's there, he's there. Or, or maybe you've made up some drastic thing about you're really worried or where is he and all of those things, right? Now, just say he gets in contact with you and he's like, so sorry, babe, um, I was doing X. Okay, um, now externalizing the anger that you felt this whole time, by the way, it's not even in your good, it's not even... Um, healthy nor productive to sit on your own and and just twiddle your thumbs thinking about all the scenarios that aren't even factual right so you're actually damaging your own peace of mind doing this harms our overall well-being just being emotional about said problem will not address or fix the issue. And it's also really, really important to remember that responding to someone's wrongdoing calmly will not only keep you in the power mode, but it will take it will make them feel ashamed almost. Right? So don't don't come at them in this forceful manner based on something that they didn't give to you that you believe that you're entitled to. Let me give you some productive ways to navigate a conversation with the person that you care about. Now, number one, I want you to prepare beforehand, okay? So just say that they've done something that really has upset you and you have come to the conclusion that, nah, you know what, that has really, really upset me. I have discovered that I have gone through all the reasonable um, pathways, right? I have thought up all of the rational things up in my mind and what actually happened based upon the facts that I've been given. And I've also linked that up with my emotions as well. How did that make me feel based on the based on the facts that I have been given? Okay, look, I didn't like I didn't like that he didn't answer the phone for two hours. I don't think that that is fair based on, just say based on his excuse, right? I didn't have my phone next to me. Just say he's, I, I didn't have my phone next to me. So sorry. And, and you, you are, you are not happy about that. This is how I want you to go about it. I want you to, number one, like I said, prepare beforehand. Take some time to gather your thoughts and facts about the topic and identify logical arguments and evidence to support your perspective, okay? This is going to help him or her understand where you are actually coming from. Number two, I really I really need you to stay calm and composed. So, 
as the discussion unfolds, keep your emotions in check. It's natural for emotions to arise, but responding solely based on emotions can hinder effective communication. So take deep breaths, maintain a steady tone and focus on expressing yourself clearly and respectfully because that's going to actually, at the end game, get your point across exactly how you're trying to explain it. I want you to also, number three, I want you to use logic and reasoning. Present your logical arguments calmly and clearly Use facts, use evidence and examples to support those specific points. Now, this is, this is based if this said thing is maybe this example with him not picking up the phone. Maybe it's a continuous thing. And that is when you come into play with the examples of, well, listen, you have displayed this behavior to me before and this kinds, these kinds of things are made me feel this way. And you know what? They can choose what they want to do with that information. Okay. Um, Now, number four, acknowledge your emotions. While using logic is important, it's equally crucial to recognize the and acknowledge the emotions of the other person. So show the empathy and understanding towards their feelings and concerns and validate their emotions by using phrases like, um, I understand that this situation can be frustrating, upsetting, important to you. Acknowledgement is key when it comes to these type of um, conversations. Um, Number five, when you're in these conversations, I want you to be active listening. Pay close attention to the other person's emotional cues and verbal statements. So reflect back on their emotions and concerns to show that you genuinely understand their perspective. Use phrases like, um, it sounds like you feel X, or I can see that this matter is important to you because this. So this kind of demonstrates your, your willingness to engage in a meaningful conversation. And I don't want you to be listening to respond either. I want you to be active listening to understand where that person is coming from. And finally, number six, I want you to find common ground. So look for areas of agreement where logic and emotion intersect, emphasize shared goals and your values that both parties can rely behind, right? So by finding that common ground, you can bridge, you can kind of bridge the gap between differing views and just work towards that solution that satisfies you both. Okay, so having that lovely conversation, just say you did all of those six steps and by the end of it, he says, I completely understand what you're talking about and I'm so sorry I made you feel that way. I'm going to do my very best to make sure that I've got my phone fully charged and it's next to me as often as I can or just at least let you know when I am going to be unavailable to speak. All right, let's go on to segment number three. So strategies for mastering emotions with logic. Okay, so a really great one to use is actually seeking outside's perspective. So when you're faced with intense emotions, 
sometimes it can be challenging to see things objectively. So seeking outside perspective can provide a fresh outlook. It can help us navigate those emotions more effectively. But what I want you to keep in mind is that you need to be reaching out to a trusted either friend, family member, therapist, whoever you're reaching out to. It has to be a trusted person. And by sharing your experiences and emotions, you will gain new insights and hopefully some valuable support. But it's important to understand the difference between venting, gossiping, as us girls like to do, which, by the way, is is not always healthy. Um, you have to just be careful what you're actually saying, right? Because... Your friends, they want to validate you. They want to say, oh my God, yeah, oh, how dare him not pick up that phone for two hours? You know, they're not giving him the benefit of the doubt because they're not emotionally invested in him or her, right? So you have to understand that. So whatever you're giving, whatever information you're giving to your friends, just make sure that that person is trusted and that you know that their opinion, they're actually coming from a place of honesty and reliability. Okay, Uh, another great strategy is uh, developing those coping strategies. So some of these would include deep breathing exercises. Um, This is a great, a great thing to use. I usually do it in the morning just to gain some clarity over the day. Um, Another great way is visualization or journaling. So for instance, when you do find yourself overwhelmed by a strong emotion, take a few moments to focus on your breath inhaling, exhaling slowly in your own space, this can in fact uh, bring immediate relief and it will create a sense of calm. And journaling is another another way that I use all the time. It's such a powerful tool and it allows yourself to explore the and examine them objectively. So just writing, 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 and really honing in on those emotions. Um, Sometimes, even if you were having a bad interaction with a person, just say somebody disrespected you, instead of going out of your way and messaging that person instantly, either journal it down or what I like to do is I respond to that person without clicking send and I'll write it in my notes. And I'll just keep it there and I'll, they'll never see it. Okay. Um, and obviously self-soothing tactics, like just feeling good within yourself. A great way to do this is to engage in your hobbies or activities that you enjoy. So things that serve as a healthy outlet for your emotions, whether it's painting, it's dancing, going for a run, Just find what resonates with you and brings a sense of balance and tranquility. Okay, I really hope that all of this makes sense. Um, 
Understanding our emotions, practicing logical thinking, and implementing those actionable steps can truly transform your life. So let me just summarize. These are your actionable steps for today's episode. Number one, pause and reflect on emotions to gain that perspective. Just stop. Stop for a second. Have that self-discipline to stop, right? Okay, Number two, challenge those negative thoughts using that logical reasoning. Act as the devil's advocate based upon the facts that you have in hand. Number three, cultivate emotional self-awareness through observation and reflection. Number four, seek outside perspectives and evaluate different viewpoints. Of course, like we spoke about with somebody that you trust. And number five, develop a personalized toolkit of coping strategies for emotional balance. So the things that we talked about, creating the hobbies that you really enjoy, uh, doing meditation, visualization, journaling, find the things that help you the most. Write those down and when you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed, that's where you go to. That's your toolkit. Well, Flourishes, that is the end of the episode today. I hope that this helped and I will be doing a giveaway, a Sephora giveaway. So if you haven't checked out my Instagram as of yet, it's very, very new. Jump over there, Flourish with Zaysha. And it's Flourish W for the with and then Zaysha, X-A-Y-S-H-A. And make sure to post this podcast on your story. Give us a tag and you will go into the giveaway for some Sephora goods. So anyway, I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. I hope this helped and I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.